If you're new here, my name is Hannah and I am a faith-fueled entrepreneur and I am an introvert, like a big one. (laughs) I mean, I basically just tip the whole scale over. And it's funny because I've had a lot of people online mention to me that they don't see me as an introvert at all, which I think is really just so telling of the three tips I'm about to share with you because I honestly am one of the biggest introverts you will ever meet. (laughs) Truly, I am. And growing up, I never ever in a million years thought I would be interacting with people and speaking to people like I do on a daily basis because being an entrepreneur was not a dream for me growing up. It just was not in the cards. When I was younger, I was very kept to myself. I was very shy. I was reserved. I knew what drained my energy. I knew how I could refuel my energy. And I learned that very early on. And all of that to say, I just have always known I am such a big introvert. And so when I entered the entrepreneurial space, I knew that I had to do business a little bit differently and I had to think about things a little bit differently than the typical extrovert. So that being said, I do have three tips for you today that I know will just help your online business thrive as an introvert. So let's go ahead and dive on in. Hey queen, welcome to Reclaim Terrain. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you work so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in this same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a successful Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. So if you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battle spiritually instead of physically, take bold action on your God-given callings, and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you're in the right place. Go ahead and reheat your coffee, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive. So before we just dive headfirst into the three tips I have for you, I do just want to get something straight first. And that is that being shy or reserved does not automatically make you an introvert. Just like being outgoing does not automatically make you an extrovert. You know, I see this misconception a lot and I just wanted to clear it up just before we dive in. So that said, I'm sure you're wondering if that's not how you define them, then how do you know if you are an introvert or an extrovert? You know, determining whether you're an introvert or extrovert actually depends on how you refuel your energy. You know, when your energy is depleted, Do you refuel when you're alone or do you refuel when you're around people? As for me, I know without a shadow of a doubt that I am an introvert because being around people, being on coaching calls, you know, anything that involves people actually drains my energy. I have to be very mindful of the amount of time that I am around people. And when I am around people, I know that my energy is going to be depleted. And I know the thing that's going to refuel me is actually being alone. 
Now, if you are someone who gets more energy when you are around people or on coaching calls, you are probably an extrovert. And yes, this is still the case, even if you're shy. So it really does come down to how you lose energy and how you refuel that energy. It's not necessarily about if you're shy or you're outgoing. It's about the energy. And I think people mistake me for an extrovert sometimes when they meet me because of how I show up. You know, I'm very friendly, I'm warm, I'm welcoming, I'm outgoing, especially online. Like I am just not afraid to show up online. But my energy does take a pretty major hit when I am around people or I'm performing for people or I'm making videos for people or even podcasting for people. So I need that alone time to refuel from that energy that I'm spending with people or to create for people. So that being said, the three tips I have for you today, if you are an introverted entrepreneur like myself, are going to help you manage your energy levels, which I find to be one of the most difficult challenges of being a very introverted entrepreneur. Like I said, introverts are very sensitive to their energy and it's really just so important to honor your energy if you are going to continue running a business. Otherwise, you might be facing burnout, overwhelm, and even some resentment. So that being said, if you're ready, my introverted friend, I'm about to dive into tip number one. Tip number one, I fully believe is a necessity for introverted entrepreneurs. I am not exaggerating when I say that. I mean that just from the very bottom of my heart. I fully believe this and I just know that this has helped me so much in my time of being an entrepreneur and that is to rotate creative and call weeks. That means one week I am focusing on creative and CEO tasks And the next week, that is when I take all of my calls, all of my interviews, all of that. So that means on my creative weeks, I do not take any calls, none, unless I absolutely just have to, but that is very, very rare. And then on call weeks, I am focused on taking all of my calls, doing all of my interviews, all of that. Now you may be wondering why that seems like a lot of calls all in one week, But hear me out. I like to go into my weeks with a focus. So if I am focused on getting a specific task done in my business, I do not like when things like calls interfere with that. And so for me, I just personally found that I like to have a week open, a very spacious week where I can just get things done in my own business. So I don't have to worry about my own business when I am helping other people with their businesses. Even if you are not a business coach, this is still going to be really ideal for you because you'll be able to have all of your calls in that week so you can actually just be thinking about your marketing and you know your curriculum creation, your course creation, your podcast interviews, whatever you're doing, the week before all of your calls so that when you go into your call week, all you have to think about is showing up for your clients or your interviews or whatever else you are doing. I also love doing this because if I just want to take 
a week off, I can. Or if I want to go on vacation for a week, you know, I can and I can organize, you know, my weekly rotation schedule based on that. It's not a lot of um, moving things around because it is dictated by what I'm focusing on each week. It's just super ideal. And also, I've just found too, if I'm going into the week and I know I have multiple calls, but I also have multiple tasks to do, my brain just gets frazzled. (laughs) It just gets super frazzled and then I wind up not getting anything done. I start feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, and I start feeling resentment towards my business, which I do not want to feel. So I like to just go into each week just with a full-on focus of I'm like, man, I'm just focusing on clients this week and interviews. Awesome. I just have to put that hat on. I don't have to worry about creating. Creating is an entirely different frame of mind, I believe. And so I just like to have one week where I just get to create and one week where I get to show up and serve my clients. Again, it's just a very different frame of mind and a very different approach. And I don't like to mix those two together. And I personally believe that if you are an introvert, it will definitely benefit you to implement this as well. Now, if you want to hear a little bit more about this, then I highly recommend checking out episode 17 and episode 18 of this podcast whenever you finish this one. Again, that's episode 17, which is titled five productivity tips to implement that result in higher quality work. And then episode 18, which is titled my current weekly schedule as a six figure Christian entrepreneur. Definitely check those out if you want to hear more about rotating creative and call weeks. Let's move into tip number two, because tip number two is a juicy one, and it is to find a community of people who get you. Now, this is a juicy one because introverts do, they lose energy being around people and talking to people, but with that, they also have this tendency to isolate themselves and to be alone. This is also my tendency. So if you are this person, I totally get you, okay? But when you find a community of people who get you, of people who relate to you in the sense of, hey, like you are a business owner, you are an introvert, you are a Christian, things start changing. Entrepreneurship on its own can be very lonely. Being a Christian and being an entrepreneur just adds a different layer of that. And then if you are an introvert on top of that, oh my goodness, (laughs) that is almost like a combination for self-isolation because your friends and quote unquote real life probably just don't get you. I don't know about you, but you know, a lot of friends I just had like growing up or even just people that I knew, my friends, my family, they just really didn't get my entrepreneurial spirit, if I'm being totally honest. But then to also be an introvert and then being a Christian entrepreneur who's an introvert when you're in the online space, that can be really hard to navigate. So that being said, I've just always known that it is just so important for the Christian introverted entrepreneur to find a community of other people who relate to them, who can process with them, who can you know, be supportive of them and really just celebrate each other and lift each other up and to hold each other accountable so they don't just totally isolate themselves. And so that being said, I knew that this is what I needed when I was growing my business and honestly still need as an introverted entrepreneur. And so that being said, 
this mission and this experience is actually the heart of a new offer I am going to be putting out into the world very, very soon. I am going to be starting a membership of other Christian female entrepreneurs who are in business just like you, who are creators, who are dreamers, who are leaders, and who want to cultivate and steward a friendship with one another. It's going to be very community-driven and Holy Spirit-led, and I am just so stoked about it because, again, something that I know is very needed in this space is a place to process, a place to hold yourself accountable, a place to ask questions to experienced coaches like myself or even to potential ideal clients, right? I just knew there needed to be a space like this one. And so while this membership is meant to be very community driven, there's going to be some Bible study, there's going to be some workshops and some content involved as well. And I am just so, so, so excited for it. It's coming so soon. So that being said, if you are a Christian entrepreneur and you just want to be involved in a community of other women that just get you, then you have got to get on the membership waitlist. So to do that, all you have to do is head to www.hannahbrindley.com slash membership. That's www.hannahbrindley.com slash membership. And I'm also going to link that in the show notes for you. But all that to say, let's go ahead and move into tip number three. And tip number three is to go all in on what you're good at and what you enjoy doing. Now, what I mean by this is that instead of trying to listen to all of the experts and on all of the things about saying, hey, you need to do a blog, you need to get on YouTube, get on TikTok, make videos, do reels, go live, make carousel posts, instead of trying to do all of the things, hone in and zone in on what you're good at and prefer doing. Now, a lot of introverts like myself, actually prefer writing. So there is actually a reason why at this very moment that I have just focused on creating carousels, those like multiple picture posts with writing on them on my Instagram. And it's because I'm zoning in on what I love and what I'm good at in this season. Now, I know I'm also good at, you know, videos like of me talking but that will be coming in the near future. But what I'm saying is, if you are just in a position where you're feeling overwhelmed and you're like, oh, like my energy is being spent in just so many different directions, again, focus on what you're good at. If you love writing and you are a writer, why are you so focused on doing trending reels on Instagram? You know, it's a valid question, right? Yes, reels are great for growth, but maybe it's not great for your growth. Because yes, we want to think about growth, but we also need to think about sustainability and longevity. I love podcasting and I chose podcasting as my main source of content because I can write beforehand and then I can basically either A, read off a script or take some notes and then riff it. Like this episode right now, I'm basically just riffing and I enjoy doing this. But if I'm on video, it's a little bit different. (laughs) It's a different feel for me. Podcasting feels very homey. I feel like I'm just sitting here talking with a friend and I love that. I thrive off of that. 
But if you are someone that just enjoys video and being on camera, then you need to get on YouTube and start creating short form videos right? Now, I'm not saying I won't ever get on YouTube. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm I'm not saying, you know, I'm not ever going to do short form video again. I absolutely am. And I probably will get on YouTube. But I do think there is a time and a place for those things. And if you are feeling overwhelmed at all, focus and zone in on what you're good at and what you love to do and put everything else to the side. It is very easy for an introvert to lose a ton of energy this way. And not just an introvert, any entrepreneur, really. It is so easy to lose energy just by exerting energy on things that are not your strong suit. And so as an introvert, you really need to protect that energy and really determine, okay, what am I good at? What do I love to do? And what platforms allow me to do this? And when you do do this, Try your best not to think about the best strategy or the best move. And I know that's going to be very, very hard if you have an entrepreneurial brain like myself, um, because even when I have a tendency to do this, I'm like, no, I need to do reels and short form video because that's what's exploding right now. No, <laughs> do what you know is good for you and what you are being led to do and don't let something entice you to do something different. Now, all that to say, that's a wrap, my friends. So as a recap, the three tips I have for you is to rotate your creative and call weeks, to find a community of other people who relate to you, and to go all in on what you're good at and you enjoy doing and let everything else fall to the wayside. Now, as a reminder, if you are a faith-fueled female entrepreneur and you are ready to find your business besties, ready to cultivate an even deeper relationship with the Lord, ready to overcome the spiritual battles against the enemy that have been keeping you stuck in your life and business, ready to step into your role of being a faith-fueled CEO and get mentored by a certified and experienced business coach, then you are going to want to get on the wait list for the membership launching so soon. I seriously cannot wait to get started. So that said, get on the wait list. All you have to do is head to www.hannahbrindley.com slash membership. And I'm also linking that in the show notes for you. I cannot wait to see you on the wait list. Hey queen, don't head out just yet. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a written review of the show over on Apple Podcasts. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories on Instagram and tag me at Hannah Brindley. I can't wait to see you over there. So much love to you.